Well, uh, good morning, everyone. Well, that's all straggling as they will. Donut day is always fun. Day, so I will be watching the clock, and we'll uh, we'll head down there. Um, not least because I apologize in advance. A little scratchy in my throat, a little scraggly, um, but uh, hopefully you can you can track on. Let me uh, open this up in a word of prayer, and then we'll we'll get started. Let's uh, let's go before our God, Father. You call us to be yours. You honor us by saying that we're your people. I pray that we can know that more deeply in the weeks to come, that we can shelter under um, the, the shadow of your wings. We can find the treasure of relating rightly to you. We can see how you relate to all humanity and even how you relate as Father, Son, and Spirit by means of covenant. I ask you to bless us in this time this morning. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Oh, excellent. Jim's here, the one we need. So we come this morning to uh, the start of our series on uh, covenant theology. It's that word we use as Presbyterians, as people. You've heard it before if you've been in the church. We speak sometimes of uh, covenant theology or covenant children. We speak, we have uh, seminaries that are called covenant. Our denominational college is called covenant. They're both called covenant. We like covenant. Churches are named covenant, but what is the covenant? So let me give you a few couple of quotes here. I'll mention them in weeks to come as well. Ligon Duncan, the great uh, Mississippi PCA guy, he says this, Reformed theology is covenant theology. And I think if, we were to, if you were asked, if I was asked, what does it mean to be reformed, most people would say it just means that you believe in TULIP, the five points of Calvinism. But Ligon, Lig goes a little further. He says Reformed theology is covenant theology. Well, that's fascinating. Is that the bold statement? Is that, is that the case? Our, our, our friend Herman Bobbink, who I often like to quote here, the old Dutch guy, friend of Abraham Kuyper, he says this, covenant is the true essence of religion, the essence of true religion. The essence of true religion. So if you want to know what true religion is, you want to know what covenant theology is. And so we're going to start this morning and simply answer one very simple question, one very basic question. What is a covenant? What is a covenant? And to do that, I'm going to do one of my little screwball, curveball Sunday schools that occasionally I do, a little bit less of me lecturing up here, a little bit more of uh, what you might call group work. I know maybe you haven't done group work in many, many years, and maybe you hate group work, Lance. Maybe you assign group work. When you want to kick back, uh, I'm not here to kick back, though. I am interested, however, in uh, your assessment of what a covenant is. And I'm very happy Jim White's here. Uh, we may lean on his expertise and what is to come. I have three copies of this. Maybe uh, y'all can uh, share if that's okay. Um, this is a uh, copy. We'll give one back here. and Maybe we'll give one to you and Bob. Then we'll give one to y'all back here. This is a selection of pages from, <clears throat> from my, uh, my neighborhood. This is a selection of pages from my neighborhood HOA. You can uh, see it's a public document. Uh, and uh, I got it, you know, uh, and you can look through it. I didn't pick all the pages out. It's about 30 pages, and then once you read through all of that, don't, please don't read through it. 
what I want you to do is take maybe five or ten minutes, maybe eight minutes, we'll see how long, and just flip through it. I'm sorry for the small print. Flip through it and just look at it as a document that describes what modern people, what we think of when we think of a covenant. I want you to answer maybe these four or five questions. I'll, I'll mention them, uh, and then uh, you can just discuss them on yourselves, talk about yourselves, and, and think about what, uh, what, what, what's going on here. First, who are the people, who are the persons, the parties involved? Are they equal? Are they equal? Second, what does each party or what does each person offer? Third, what makes this relationship legal? What legalizes and formalizes the relationship? And then fourth, are there penalties for failure? Now, I may not have included all those in there, uh, which is why we have Jim here who has his knowledge of uh, uh, agreements and, and legal documents when it comes to uh, housing and uh, all that sort of stuff, realty. Uh, but um, take a few moments, and if you can't answer all of them, that's fine. I'm just curious to get your, your feedback on We'll take five minutes since we are uh, short today. We'll take five minutes and look at this uh, document. Uh, so y'all go ahead and uh, I will sit back for a couple of minutes. Y'all y'all read through and uh, if you have any questions, ask me and I'll, I'll see what I can help you out with. Oh, please, yes, you can mark it up all you want. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, this is, uh, mark it up as you wish. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Great question, Lance. Um, now I know what it's like to be a... A middle school teacher, no. Uh, yeah, just look for these 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 uh, these questions in all that, and I'm not saying it's all there perfectly. I'm not an expert in the legalese, but uh, you can use your brain and think about uh, who's involved. Are they equal? Are the are the two part? They're two parties here, of course. Are they are they equal? What does each party or each person offer? What makes it legal? What legalizes the relationship? I'll give you a clue. You may want to look at the last page for that one. And then are there penalties for, uh, for failure? Could the same thing with, that's what I think so, yeah. But this is a secular, this is a non-Christian document. So I think it's good for us to see what generally folks think about uh, covenants. And if you can't answer them all, I'm not going to test you on it. I will ask you. Is that clear, Lance? That's great. <laughs> That's great. Well, you, you can just note that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, again, you may have experience yourself that you can answer these questions with. Uh, you don't need to look at the document too carefully. But uh, we'll give it a couple more minutes. And think about it. Mm-hmm. And there are some that believe had an HOA that 
Sure. That's short of But they meant the HOA. Now, the issue, that, that's very true. But the HOA is not legally offering, you know, a five percent bump in the in the house. In the house, right, house right. But you're right that it is soften the perceived benefit. There's going to be more uh, more handouts in, the, in a second, but Yeah, that's just true. We do. All right. Um, let's give it a maybe twenty more seconds, a half a minute, and then uh, I'll, I'll ask you all these questions and see. Just like snow. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. That's a, I guess I'll use it right now. Um, well, let's go ahead. Thank you for that tip, Lance. Let's go ahead and, and uh, look at this just very briefly. Um, who are the parties involved in this relationship? Yep. Homeowners, and that's one group. The other group? So, yeah, whatever it is, I don't, the HOA, let's just call it that. Again, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a realtor, so I don't know all the technical terms. But how many parties are, are there? Are there three, four, five, or are there two? Okay. That's interesting. So already we're kind of adding on. Good job reading that. Yeah, 
This is why we come to Sunday. We get we get uh, real realty tips when you come to Sunday school. Very good. What about the law? So that's very interesting. Yeah, that's a good question, right? There is some sort of uh, maybe like um, I don't know, Jim. What, what would you call it? Like a um, regulatory, you know, like the city regulates these things. So in, in some way, I don't know if they're in there. I'm not. Again, I didn't read all 30 pages of it. But in some way, the city or the town. There. So we already see here there are multiple people involved in this. You know, uh, and I, yeah, that, that's great, right? That, that's very interesting. Okay. So there's there's there is law involved in all this, and you can ask Jim for the details. Well, speaking speaking of that, that's a, that's a good segue into this question. All these parties are they equal? Are they operating from positions of equal strength? Janet says no. Anybody say yes? Anybody think that these are equal groups? That's a great donut day question. That's a great question for after the class, if I can, unless Jim will have a quick answer. That's, that's helpful, you know. Okay. But y'all have answered that in this situation, they're not, they're not equal. Great. Second, what does each group or each, uh, each party offer in this relationship, this covenant, what they call covenant relationship? Performance and enforcement. What do you mean by that? Well, hold on a Conformity and enforcement of the guidelines. All right. Are there any examples you can think of of the guidelines? I mean, even in your experience in the HOA. <laughs> I can't build a fence without getting HOA approval, for example. So uh, there is this kind of conformity, you know. There's the rules and regs. So th there is something here on offer. I offer as a homeowner, I offer to submit to this HOA, and I say I will uphold. I also, yes, very key, money. Very key, Jim. <laughs> that's, that's a key part of it. Um, now, third question. What makes, or this may be the easy one, what makes the relationship legal? The seal on the back. Very good. The signature. 
the sign or the signature and the seal on the back of the page. It's notarized. I meant to ask Patrick if he knows this Brenda Pulliam gal, but uh, well, I'll ask him next time I see him. She signed it uh, back in 06. Um, now, are there penalties? Somebody already answered yes to this one. Are there penalties for failing to uphold your requirement of the HOA contract, the covenant? Yes, there are. What are the penalties? Yeah. Fines. I think I heard a lien. Yes, social shame. Very good. And your house will not win, you know, yard of the year or whatever, yard of the month, right? Um, very good. So this is a modern day covenant. Not equal. Money's involved, sign and seal, and there are penalties for failure. Great. The time we have left, please go ahead. Yes. So there is a, you're right, there, there is a giving up. Okay, just giving up the rights. Very good. All right. Uh, Elijah, I may need you to come and join. Maybe you can join Lance and Bob over here in our little group time. Um, I'm going to give y'all a, uh, these are different. These are not the same. I'll give you Noah. We'll give y'all this one. And we'll give y'all this one. These are different biblical. See if it's good to see you. These are different biblical uh, covenants. So I want you to take five minutes more or so. We're on time. Take five minutes more or so and answer these questions if you can. Maybe you can't answer all of them, but answer these questions according to what you have, according to, uh, to the, and if you want to use your own Bible, you certainly can. I don't mind. Now, in the case of 1 Samuel, gentlemen, you may want to also, if you have time, look at 1 Samuel 20. But no, I think I cleared all, all that needed. <clears throat> Who are the parties involved? Are they equal? What is each person? Not every, not every covenant has two persons in it, but what does each party offer? What makes it legal? And are there penalties for failure? You got to, yeah, maybe you got to, you got to look at, uh, for y'all, you may want to look at 1 Samuel chapter 20 as well for more, uh, more details. Particularly 1 Samuel 20, uh, 5 through 11. And you can mark on these if you want to.
Lance, is the assignment clear? Okay. Yeah, not not clear. Yeah, clear enough. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> you got to bring a pencil to Sunday school. Well, let me see if I got one. <laughs> well, that's the teacher's answer. Pretend like it's a real a real thing. Give you maybe two more minutes to work through it. Lance, I'm doing what every teacher does and look and see whose faces are looking and whose faces are still working. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Teachers and waiters are very similar occupations. Yes. <clears throat> All right. A few more seconds and then we'll, uh, we'll get to it. All right, let's begin. Uh, let's start here, I suppose, with uh, y'all. What passage did you have? Great, so Genesis 9. This is the uh, rainbow. Noah. Very good. Who are the persons, or in y'all's case, maybe the parties involved? Okay. All creatures. Would that include all creation, you might even say? Yeah, all living creatures. Very good. Excellent. Are they equal? Okay. No, at least in this red one. Very good. What does each party offer? What does God offer? Great. What do living creatures offer? That's interesting. Yeah. Very good. What makes it legal? You're batting a thousand. 
And does God's word come? What kind of form would you say? What, what kind of way does God speak? Does he command it to be? Does he is it a promise that he makes? Great. No condition. Okay. Are there penalties for failure? So, seems like there's no uh, there's no penalties. Or what would be maybe by thinking through it, what might be a penalty if God were to fail to keep His word? So, in part, there's a flood. Think more seriously what you're saying. My God wouldn't be God. No God. All right. So. This is a type of covenant. You already see the Bible, when it looks at covenant, it's not quite the same way that our, uh, our covenants, our relationships are formed. You see a couple of differences here. First, um, not everybody offers something. You know, the HOA offered enforcement. They offered kind of a, a standardized home-ish, and uh, the um, homeowners offered money, pay their dues. Each party offered something here in Noah's day in Genesis chapter 9, uh, there is no, there's nothing the creatures offer themselves. It's all of God. Now, what's interesting here is what God offers is not salvation. It's not salvation, it's protection. So here we have a covenant between God and all creation where salvation is not in play. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, gentlemen, what uh, text did you all have? Okay. It's not going to work. Maybe this screen will work. <clears throat> there we go. First Samuel 18. Great. Who are the people involved? Very good. Yep. Are they equal? Y'all, is that a group answer? Okay, so yes. That's our first yes. Great. What do they offer? You may got to read elsewhere. What do they offer? Yeah, it's a little unclear. I might also say it's friendship. But I think I think certainly protection is comes into play there later on. Very good. What makes it legal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stripped, he takes his clothes off. He says, you're, you're mine. You're like me. You're a son of the king like me now in this way. We, we, are, we are bound together. Yeah, there's that. The, what makes it legal is something that we wouldn't consider legal. I mean, you don't take your clothes off of the HOA and hand, you don't give your clothes to the HOA to make it legal. 
Please don't do that. Right? But there's a gift of clothes. Uh, even you might say royal clothing. Makes you think of the prodigal son. Father giving the robe to the son. Interesting, interesting connection there. Um, even his sword, his bow, his belt. Very good. Um, are there penalties for failure? This is where you probably got to read through First uh, Samuel twenty. That friendship. Yeah, you're not a good friend. Well, it's actually, with it, that's what we would think, but what, uh, what Elijah points out, and I didn't give you the verse, so it, no, I'm not blaming, but verse 8 of chapter 20, in 28, the penalty, actually, David says, kill me if I don't hold up my bargain of, the co- of my part of the covenant. Right? If there's guilt in me, kill me yourself. If I've wronged you and your dad, then, I mean, and that's way overboard. That's completely, for, for what seems to be just a friendship, loyalty, covenant. Well, that's interesting. We don't have time to go into all that. That's very interesting why David says the penalty should be I die. But. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Very interesting. But we see here that in the Bible, covenant can just be between two people. And have to be between God. Yeah. All right. Uh, Martin and Mary and Stephen, how about, uh, how about y'all, if that's okay? Who are, what, what text did y'all have? Yeah. Last one to look at here is Hosea 2. Who's involved here? Okay, so God and people, maybe also creation, very good. Excellent. Start with the handwriting. Are they equal? No. Very good. No. What does each party or each person offer? I will be your God. That is crucial. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a classic statement we'll discuss in in more detail later. Uh, What do the people offer, as far as you can tell? Yeah, well, Mary even mentioned nothing. And in one, I mean, I think maybe in response, right, there's a devotion, you know. But uh, initially, there's nothing offered. It's kind of equals. Um, but there is this, this notion of uh, 
of some sort of devotion in response. <clears throat> what makes it legal? And that, that, you know. Again, God's word. God declares it to be the case. Yeah. Now, of course, there's a lot of background to this, and there's there are other signs we could look to. The sign of Hosea's wife itself probably is what you could look to here. The sign of the children. That's you know y'all probably know this, but that is uh, you know, no mercy and not my people are capitalized because they're kids. And uh, that's a beautiful picture of Hosea. Last thing, uh, are there penalties for failure? Yeah. Again, sort of similar to the flood in that there's not really uh, no penalty besides God's own word, right? And so we'll have to look at that uh, as we go along, what that means. So hopefully this is a helpful exercise as we think about what a covenant is. I'll give you my definition now as we conclude. I'll, I'll tell you what, what's what. Um, we've seen here, and thank you, by the way, excellent work. Good, you know, appreciate you uh, willing to experiment with me a little bit on some group work, um, but um, obviously in our day we speak of covenants in uh, marriage, we speak of covenants in homeowner association. I was told the other day that actually doctors and patients have a covenant, not just a relationship, but uh, they call it, the physician calls it a covenant. And so we use the language of the covenant occasionally in our secular world, and we mean it basically a contract. Right? The HOA is a con. You're not buddy buddy with the HOA. You're entering into a very formalized legal uh, relationship. And <clears throat> covenants in the Bible are more than just contracts. You mean, you notice here, there's a covenant relationship when it comes to friends, there's a covenant relationship when it comes to God and all creation. And there's a covenant relationship between God and his church, his people, particularly. I picked these three, of course, because they're a little different, each of them. But if you want my definition, I'm going to go ahead and erase some of this. If you want my definition of what a covenant is, very simply put out right here, um, a covenant is a legal relationship between two parties. A legal relationship between two parties sealed with an oath and including sanctions. So, legal relationship, two parties oath seals it, and it includes sanctions. And that's the, the formal definition. If you want a little loosey-goosier definition, it's simply a commitment that establishes a relationship between two parties where there are uh, benefits and there are, there are blessings, there are curses if you uh, don't uphold your side of the deal. Um, so that's an introduction by way of uh, a little bit of group work here um, to what... Uh, what covenant is. And next week we're going to begin to look at in detail uh, the biblical covenants that you find in Scripture. Um, any questions on this?
Thank you. Appreciate. Uh, hope this got you to think a little bit about how our modern world uses covenant and how we biblically might be able to use covenant. So, Jim, maybe you could close us in a word of prayer as we head down for some donuts. Yeah, Father, we do thank you for this uh, opportunity to come together and